Guys, we are here. Another Wednesday episode of Swage Like Southeast Texas Talks. I'm one of your hosts, Buster Caballero, along with my co-host, Logan Bodride, and our special guest today. This show is a webcast that we do weekly about our industry and applications, engineering, innovation, and really all depending on what you as our customers and partners want to hear and talk about. So today we've got a real special guest, but Logan, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Doing good. As you can tell, I got a garage beer trim. So uh well, it's tight. a little bit different. <laughs> you do, man. I like a lot. So today we've got uh Josh Anderson on. Josh is a former plant operator turned technical advisor. He works alongside Buster and I out in the field. And Josh is gonna be here and, and share some things and some stories with us about how his previous life led him here and led to the development of some new swage lock applications for our customers and, and how he helped bring those things to light. So Josh, thanks for coming on, man. Welcome, Josh. Thank y'all for having me. All right. Well, let's, let's get started, Josh. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So, I mean, you kind of touched on it already. I'm, I'm fairly new to swage lock. I've been here about a year and a half, uh, Prior to that, I was uh, I was in the Navy, and then after I got out of the service, I worked in upstream for a couple of years, and then I ultimately ended up in a refinery for about nine years, as you said, as an, an operator, uh, outside chief, console, emergency responder. So total, I got about 13 years oil and gas experience. Uh, I like to consider myself a third generation oil man. My grandfather worked in a chemical plant, my dad in a refinery their entire careers. So it's kind of just in my blood. That's awesome. So you've gone from, from operator to now technical advisor for Swage Lock. So you've gone from a guy that, that was in a place that used Swage Lock products to now a guy that that helps others get swage lock products. How's being an operator help you in this role, Josh? Uh, had a little bit of technical there, huh? Uh, no, uh, that's a good question, Logan. So I, I feel like you guys are very technically savvy and y'all y'all are very strong on the swage lock product, which that's the part that I'm, I'm learning right now. But uh, one thing that has been very interesting is I've been the customer and I've, uh, I really have a different perspective. I think I get to see things from their point of view. And I was, you know, I was in their shoes working, you know, the nights and the weekends and running into problems and trying to fix things on the fly. So it gives me some, I feel like it gives me some good insight and, uh, I've really tried to use that in you know, relating to the customers. And I think it's, it's been pretty successful. So, Josh, what was your experience with Swagelock while you were in the field being an operator? Um, so, like I said, I was an operator. Not, I wasn't an analyzer tech or an IE tech, which, you know, those are, the, those are the guys in the plants that really use our stuff day in and day out. Um, 
but I was all, I was exposed to the product, even from the time I was in the Navy, even, I mean, we, we had swage lock products on the ship I was, I was stationed on. So, uh, I'm very familiar with swage lock as a brand quality fittings. My interaction with them was limited to mostly one to use our valves and things like that when I was building clearing trees and sometimes it might have been overkill rated much higher than what I needed but you know it was a smooth valve so that's what I wanted to use and that was kind of my experience with it uh I knew it was quality knew it was good but really learned a lot more since I've been here well thanks for thanks for giving us some of your background um one of the things we really wanted to talk about today was getting application specific and talking about steam lances. So I, I'm going to ask you questions uh, because I I really didn't know much about these at all until we started talking about talking about them on the show. So um, can you tell us a little about what steam lances are and your experience with them out in the field in your previous life and and how they the swage lock solution to those came about? Absolutely. No, it's uh. It's honestly a steam lance, just kind of a very general term. And it's something, it's a very common thing that we use out there. I was honestly surprised that it, it got generated so much excitement because it's such a simple thing. But all of, when, when people say steam lance, I mean, they're just referring to putting steam on something, uh, whether it be a leak or a hot spot or whatever this may be. And, uh, just to mitigate a risk, right? So, like I, yeah. So, and I don't know that we're looking at. Is this what we're looking at? Yeah. Well, so this is basically if you walked up to a steam lance on something, say that valve was leaking either, either uh, at the packing or there at the flange, and there was something in there that was pyrophoric, and you you'd put a steam lance on it. This is what you would see, and uh, it would. Basically, you just have a hose either tied off to a stanchion or a handrail or another pipe, and it would just be blowing this uh, yard steam onto that onto that valve. And what you would do is basically dissipate that oil so that it doesn't ignite. Uh, I don't know that this was an actual, you know, a steam lance on the other side of it, but that's if you walked up to a steam lance on this valve. This is basically what you see, and you see the hot condensate dripping off the bottom there. And it's a—it's not a—it's not a real clean, precise pro, uh, process, right? Yeah. So it's kind of a good illustration there. Thank you, Buster. No, so that that looks like fun. So yeah, you not a that that they use hoses. Correct this in the plant so when when you say that i mean you're literally just steam running through a hose blowing on a piece of equipment right so like i said this is a very rudimentary process there's nothing fancy about it at all you just you would literally take a steam hose that's got hot high pressure steam running through it and it's got a big big you know a big heavy three-quarter inch union at the end of this hose and that hose will actually whip around so it's which is why you want to tie it down so it doesn't doesn't hit somebody, knock them out, or burn somebody with steam. So, uh, but yeah, that's what that's that's a steam lance, and like I said, it could be it could be used for a lot of different applications. Uh, most of the time, it'd be for a leak and snuffing something. You could put it like I was describing hot spots. What that is is if 
refractory inside a vessel broke off and you needed to cool it, the steam's actually cool. As hot as the steam is, it's cooler than inside the vessel. So it keeps it from uh, getting a fracture on the on the vessel itself. So, so is, is this kind of like in welding where you would use a shield gas if you're doing like a, a an autonomous welder, like with our M200 welder, where you put that shield gas and it just creates a blanket around that area to protect it and, and enclose it in a way? Yeah, on a much simpler scale. Yeah, it's basically just think of it as you want to cool it, but you don't want to cool it too much, right? Right. And, and then with the with a leak, you're basically just overwhelming it with the steam. So it's, you know, basically minimizing it, snuffing it out. So... So can, can you share a picture of the, uh, what, what you helped develop? At you have that yeah, yes, yeah. I do. Give me one second. I'm gonna pop that up. And so this, just while Buster's pulling that up, so this is uh, this is what we ended up with. And this basically this does not look like a hose, Josh. Just tied uh, off. Well, stay with me now. So I was actually sitting with a customer, and he called out to the field on his radio that he needed uh, his guys to put together some steam lances. And so I, I told him, I said, man, why don't you let me do that? And, I, you know, we're just talking through the application. He said, you do steam lances? And I'm, no, we don't do steam lances, but I can, we can put something together for you. If your guys are building them in the field, you know, let us take the time to do that. So we started talking about it and this is kind of what we came up with. And he ended up really liking this so what we we took a piece of insulated tubing which was better than what they had because it actually safeguarded against burns and then we just we just put a valve on the end of it and that allowed them to throttle it right there at the lance so they can they could control the flow right there at the leak itself and we end up putting a handle on there the handle initially was just for them to handle it better but what they ended up using the handle to secure it, like I was saying, you had to kind of tie it off. And that actually ended up being kind of an anchor point for them to help mount it and then direct the flow to where they needed it. And they they loved this thing. And it ended up being more useful than what we thought. I mean, they to the point where they they started using it to uh to clean oil off of pumps and things when they're when they're not using them for other things. So I mean it it truly was a, a pretty good solution that we came up with, and they were very pleased with it. So how, how is this better than what they were using before? So, like I said before, imagine this is just, I mean, so this is, this is your, your lance. Well, before, it would literally just be a, a steam hose. And so you have this, this flexible hose, but it's got a big heavy, it's got a heavy end connection on it and you have to throttle it back at the other end of the hose. Like that's where, you know, turn it on and off. So, and the, the hose also is gonna get hotter than this insulated tubing is. So you have, we were able to eliminate burn hazards. We were able to eliminate uh, the whipping of the hose. Uh, several, several things in there that make that a dangerous task. We were able to eliminate them and make it a little bit safer for these guys and that's that's a big thing in the field is they're always trying to make things safer 
Yeah, we we hear safety all the time every yeah. single day when we're when we're. That's, that's, that's true. They, that's not something they just say. I mean, they do they do try to strive for that. It's not always possible, and you know, some they just mitigate it the best they can. But this was able to truly help them mitigate a risk. They can probably be, it looks like they'd be able to be a little more precise also with the application of the steam on it with this. Instead of, like you said, having a hose, they'd be whipping around on the other side. You know, they can really use this. How how long is this thing in real life? Because I don't think the picture does it justice. I've, I've seen uh, The ones we did were four and six foot in length. So, I mean, and that's the beauty of it as well, right? It's just insulated tubing. So we were able to cut it whatever whatever desired length they wanted. Nice. So uh, it's, it was really a, a good offering that we had and they were, they were very pleased with it. Great, great. So I'm gonna I'm a stop sharing this for a second if you bear with me, Josh. That's, that's a really good thing right there that y'all were able to help the customer with and develop. So, in transcending that, how did that experience shape how you deal with different applications with your customers on, on other sides? You know, you walk in, you're like steam lances. We can build those. I know what they are. I know the application. How, did, how does that work for your other customers? Uh, well, for me, for me personally, just being new and getting to kind of go through that whole process from cradle to the grave, if you will, it, it just gave me the confidence to know that we really can't. I mean, we come up with an idea there in the field, draw it out on a napkin at someone's desk. I can I have engineers I can take it back to and they will actually make this happen. And uh, it just kind of, it gave me an idea of what our process looked like and just how good our engineering is and what we're capable of. I mean, there's no, as simple as a steam lance is, it wasn't it wasn't something that was too small for us to mess with. You know, we were able to take it and run with it and we really helped the customer out, you know, in that scenario. So that for me, that was big to get to see like, you know, it doesn't have to be, we can do something as elaborate as, you know, an analyzer panel, or we can do something as simple as a steam hose and either way our customers, you know, it's, it's a value add to them. So that was, that was what was really cool for me get to, to get to see that firsthand uh, it was very impactful for me. Well, thanks, Josh. By the way, guys, if you have questions for Josh or for anybody, please type it into the to the Q and A at the bottom, and we'll try to answer them as they come up. Um, Josh, a, a couple more things we wanted to to talk about. Back back to the steam lance itself. So that that's a really simple, I would say, assembly for our assembly solutions team to put together. Right? It's a it's a piece. Tubing and and a valve, and then you know a couple of male connectors that go into the female ended valve, and then you've got the the end seal boots and then a handle. Absolutely. So that that's really why we we thought it would be neat to talk about this one first, and we get application specific because it just shows like that it doesn't have to be a super complicated system. No. For to really be able to to have an impact with with our customers, we can get complicated, but we don't have to. Um, do you think that there are other types of applications that we might be able to help customers with, Josh? Yeah, absolutely, Logan. Uh, and that, and this, and this was kind of eye-opening for me too. It kind of, like you said, introduced me to this this side of it, and it made me think kind of outside the box. Like, 
things that simple uh, have another customer that they they ship their their product, their final product, and there's a little assembly on top. Well, it kind of got me thinking. Well, heck, that's this is something they're going to recreate all the time with pages, a couple fittings. Like it just kind of makes makes you start thinking what what's out there that these guys are having to take time to put together. You know, everything's everything's thin in the industry right now, including manpower and experience. So anything that we can take off of our customers plate is very valuable and there's all kinds of things like that i know just me being a an operator we were always fixing like i said fixing things on the fly something happens at night we, we like to consider ourselves macgyver of the of the refinery you know we're always we're always looking for spare parts and trying to make something out of nothing and we you know we like getting creative and that's something that our customers you know they appreciate but they don't always have time for it, so it's something we can we can always uh, help help in that situation. I think necessity I'm, is the mother of invention, right? I'm, that's exactly right. I'm even thinking with that steam lance. Can we put like a thermal well on that with a thermometer or a temperature gauge on there, so that when you're putting it, you're able to monitor what the steam is at point of it. You know, maybe a pressure gauge also. I mean, the, the possibilities are limited. What kind of upgrades can we do to this steam lance, man? Can we get a mount for it? You know, like, hey, we sell a whole Pelican case of steam lances. I love it. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's what, no, I mean, it's all it's all possible, and that's what, that's what's so cool about our uh, capabilities. Yeah. So, Josh, you know, now that you're in this new role, you've been doing it for a year. You're really great. The application that you're coming up with, the knowledge, we're able to come to you as other fellow technical advisors get information. But for you, what has been one of the most rewarding aspects of, of being a technical advisor now being in the field working with customers on their applications solving problems uh getting what's been the thing that's been most rewarding for you uh well i mean just learning it and seeing where i fit in though as with my experience being being the new guy on the team is always intimidating right but being able to bring a different dynamic to it has been very helpful for me i mean from a general sense of it that's that's good uh and then just kind of getting to see where i'm able to help customers even though i am you know i am new i'm still learning things with on the swage lock side of things but getting to be out in the field and help customers that's been very rewarding i mean i was walking out with a pmc of basically a process mechanical contact is what they call them, but they're in charge on the operator side of fixing uh, their equipment. I was, I was doing a walkthrough. He was wanting to get a new sample panel from us. And uh, during our walkthrough, you know, we're going through trying to find a better design for this sample that they're having trouble with. And it, what it was a naphtha sample, not to get too far down in the weeds, but it was spring. It was actually spraying technicians when they caught this uh, sample, so they were needing to replace it. Well, while we were out there walking it down to replace, we actually were able to come up with a fix for it using one of our flex hoses and get it back in service. So it was a sample they weren't able to catch. And I mean, he was very appreciative and they ended up, we, we still came up with a good design for the new one, but we were able to get them back in business temporarily. And things like that, because I've been on the other side of that, and I understand that, you know, if you can't catch a sample and verify that your product's on spec, 
that's a big deal. And being able to, to get someone back in business, you know, that was very rewarding for me. And things like that really are what I enjoy doing on a day in and day out basis is knowing that I actually helped someone and I made a difference, you know, in their operations and I make their life a little easier. So that's probably been the, the most rewarding aspect. And well, that's great, man. Thanks. Thanks for sharing with us. And, and Josh, thank you for being on today and talking about your, your past life and your current life and that, that application. If go ahead and stay on in case we have any questions show up, it, it doesn't look like we have any right now. Okay. We do have one. How do you keep your teeth so white, Josh? How do I, man, it's uh just a cross I bear, Logan. I, I do, I brush uh, twice a day and I try to floss regularly, but uh, yeah, that's, you don't get a nickname like Colgate walking around with uh, some dingies. That's true. That is a real life nickname, Colgate. All right. So I, I think that might be, that was your loan question. So congratulations. Um, but thanks for coming on. Seriously. Uh, that was, that was really fun and, and cool to hear about. Uh, I want to say a couple things. I think Buster's going to say a couple things too, but, you know, just, just going back to the steam Lance as an application itself and, and how it was developed, most of our assembly solutions, all of them really, but our assembly solutions, they're all customer generated, right? You, you might see we have catalogs for graph sample panels or seal support systems, and, and that's great. But the reason that those solutions were developed is because a customer came to us with an idea or something that was a problem that they wanted to improve upon. And that's how we were able to develop those solutions and over time, you know, be able to put together an offering with an actual part number to it. Even today, though, everything we do is customized to some degree. And, and everything is, is customer generated. So we wanted to talk about the steam lances first because it's super simple. There are like three different parts in a steam lance. It's, it's not a full-on system, um, not something that necessarily had to be engineered or, or even drawn up in CAD, but we can do those things too. Everything that we do is, is generated from a customer, and we're always taking something that was in existence and making it better. And that's, that's really what our assembly solutions group is for. So we, we wanted to talk about that a little bit today. So thank you. And Logan, that, that's a great point that you bring up and, and it is. And to just kind of copy on top of that is, you know, I've been doing this about eight years. You've been doing this 10 years. Josh is a first year, but he's got all this experience behind him. 13 years, third generation uh, man, as he said, the, you know, everyone else that we're relying on and our experience comes from, you know, our customers' ability and willingness to let us get in the field with them, to walk us through the applications, to sit down, to take the time. So when we're coming with stuff, it, it's it's really driven, as you said, Logan, it's driven by our customers' initiative, our customers' goals, and what they're trying to do. And so whenever, you know, like a steam lance, this is something that our customer has, that's their application. They shared it with us. We find maybe a few ways to improve upon it show them this application. And when we put it out in the field, it, it's working better. And when we're able to go into a customer's facility and talk to them and say, Hey guys, what are y'all working on? What's giving you a challenge? What's, what's something that we can maybe help y'all with. 
This is why, because we want to provide that service to our customers and say, hey, let's let's take what you're trying to do. Let us be a catalyst to help work with you and make it better. Give you everything you need to do. So uh, my final thoughts is, you know, that we our experience and our expertise is driven by our customers' challenges and partnering with us. And, and that's something that we appreciate and really, really, really just take to heart almost so. All right. So, Logan. Well, yeah. Thank, thanks, Buster. Thank you, Colgate, for coming on the show. Um, every Wednesday, 9 a.m., we do this. And in our topics, uh, if if you're listening right now, there's something you'd like us to, to talk about or discuss, please let us know. We'd, we'd be happy to do a show about it. If you have any specific questions, uh, feel free to get in touch with, with Buster, myself, or Josh, or, or any of our technical advisors. Um, we will be back next Wednesday at 9 a.m. And again, thank you, Josh, for coming on. And and guys, don't don't be strangers. Let us know how we can help you out. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. As always, you can reach us at sset.swagelog.com on our website, where you can find all our services, parts cataloged, and contact information. If you need to get a hold of one of us, just go to our About Us. You can also find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search Swagelock Southeast Texas, and that's where we put out a lot of our great content. Don't forget to sign up while you're on our website. Sign up for our email list so that we can send you important information, new services, product application initiatives, and a few little things that are going on. So as always, guys, it's not. It's the end of the Wednesday. We're going to head back out into the field. Y'all have a good day. Thank you for joining us. Thanks.